in this film, which is 99 minutes, I think. But he, he went yeah. to Brazil, he tracked down Santos, yeah, and Santa Santos says, what are you doing wink, here? Wink. And he says, uh, well, Pele, I'm Santos. Uh, right. I, Listen, well, there's a poster in his room, and it says, Pele, you'll see it. Whoa, really? Oh, Santos, yes. There's a poster so he, in his room that says, Pele. That is some Matrix res Resurrection. <laughs> uh, yeah, they didn't meta. have Conta Resonucci. <laughs> Continu four matrix four Let matrix four uh they didn't have a con hey. continuity problem right there wait a minute i thought we were in brazil we're is george this washington bridge george washington bridge we know it well wow that's so close to brazil yeah all right so oh wait oh, is he playing soccer he's going to the meadowlands right yeah that's right he's going to giant stadium at the meadowlands and that's obviously an ex yari -E welcome to racers alley here in the heart of the mission and uh <laughs> well this is alex and i decided to show up anyway i wasn't actually not going to have a show but uh ended up not showing the rooms in my house tonight and um i'm very happy to say i did get a renter for one of my rooms so at least that means i don't have to give a notice to leave tomorrow and have to find a place to live because in san francisco it's damn near impossible and it's super super expensive and um yeah so i'm very very happy to say uh yeah i'm, I'm here at beauty radio tonight uh racers alley in the heart of the mission uh, i told all our guests not to call in but i told them i was coming back on tonight so we'll see if they call in or not i'm just gonna chill out for a little bit and relax and just enjoy a little bit of uh you know less tension trying to you know find a place to live Jeez, you know especially uh, nowadays it's really really hard and uh Especially with roommates and all, you never know what you're going to get into. So I'm very, very happy. Uh, welcome back to uh, Racers Alley at Meet Any Radio. I did not bring any of my notes. I did not. Uh, I did not expect to be here. Basically, I was doing my laundry down the street, and it happened to be time. The laundry was done. Such a beautiful afternoon. It's just like Alex. Why don't you just go like hang out and you know uh, chill at the studio and. Um, I'll look some th stuff up on the interweb. If one of the boys calls in, that would be great. But otherwise, I'm just going to chill and enjoy my time uh, here at the studio. Wow, you are. So welcome here to Racers Alley at Meet Radio in the heart of the mission. And let's see if I can actually make uh, something work on the, uh, you know, how do you say? Well, turn a couple of buttons over and let's see if this one works. Yeah, like a lot of sweat on my neck. Okay. Does. Welcome back to Races Alley, Media Radio Harder Mission. I'm going to take a little bit of a break since I just got here and I wasn't going to be here, but enjoy.
I got 16 bounties on this poet of mine There's no chance in winning so I might as well try That big red sun is about to go down Well I guess it's hard time I got the f*** out of town Need to find a place where I can rest and be kind too much longer stuck behind my eyes Need to find a place in the middle of beyond Will I tell you little angel You'll never know I'm gone And there's the tops of the trees Turn from gold into green And the river sighs softly to
WRER. Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the uh, heart of the mission and uh, Mutiny Radio. Thank you for having us. And uh, yeah, tonight I'm not supposed to be here. I told everyone I wasn't going to do a show, but ended up uh, didn't have anyone come in to look at the house tonight. And uh, I did rent one of the rooms in my house so I can actually stay where I live, which is very, 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 very cool. So I'm just really chilling right now, just throwing on some music. I told the boys who were calling in not to call in because I wasn't going to be here, but I told them I was going to be here. But I'm going to do a short show, and um, yeah, I'm just uh, really uh, relaxing after having the stress of maybe having to move. And I have this wonderful studio all to myself. So uh, let's listen to some cool music and uh, chill out. Uh, thank you for listening to Racers Alley at Beatney Radio. I'd have more for you, but I actually didn't expect to be here. I have my laundry that I was doing earlier, but I don't have any of my uh, actual radio notes. So, <laughs> uh, I'll see if I can pull something together, but otherwise I'm just chilling at Racers Alley here at Beatney Radio. And I'm very happy to have a place to live. Yar. So let's listen to uh, some cool music. <laughs> just listen Something else to do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Racer's Alley here at Meetney Radio in the heart of the mission. And officially, I'm not having a show, but I'm just throwing on some music. We had a couple of call and uh, we, had, we had a, actually a, a full show set up for tonight. Uh, however, I canceled due to the fact that I might have some people looking at rooms in my houses. So that ended up working out well. And uh, while I was doing my laundry, I decided since it's such a beautiful afternoon, I just walk over here anyway, chill the hell out in this beautiful studio that we call Mutiny Radio, and uh, just play some good tunes. And um, man, I've been stressed out, so nice to relax every now and then. So, yeah, uh, that being said, uh, welcome to Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission at Racers Alley. And uh, on Racers Alley, let's see here. I don't have any notes, so tonight it's just chill. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so let's listen to something over here. Let's push this button and see how we go. Yar, welcome to Racers Alley at Beanie Radio. Cheers. Meet me at the corner. We'll relax as we begin to take our time. I know this guy in the machine will show us how to fly. Let my son phone to be a perfect. See, I don't need to talk to no one but you. Yeah, we'll get lost as we start to feel it. And smell the flower as we walk down our favorite streets. The sunsets they seem to last for hours. No telling where I now will
Welcome back to uh, Mutiny Radio and uh, Racers Alley tonight is uh, kind of uh, here, but not really here. I didn't bring any notes, so I have, uh, <laughs> you know, all the other stuff that I talk about is not here, but that's okay. I'm just really trying to chill tonight. Uh, luckily, I rented a room and I got a house and all that good stuff. And uh, that being said, I hope to be out in the next races and uh, AFM, I believe, is coming up in three weeks. So I guess I can look that up in the IMF phone and talk about the schedule. So I, I bet you I can do that in, uh, when I feel like it. So um, let's listen to some music, and uh, maybe I'll have a schedule after uh, the next uh, one. We'll rack on again. Welcome back to Racers Alley. I'm just chilling tonight. It's not an official show. Uh, I decided to uh, come in anyway because it's so beautiful out. I was done with my laundry. There was no one else looking at the house. So I was able to enjoy the rest of my afternoon. And it was so nice out. I just had to walk to studio anyway and just chill. I mean, we have a beautiful studio and I have two turntables and a microphone and uh, just a couple albums I picked up out of the studio. One of these days I'll bring some of my shit. Well, anyways. Enjoy the afternoon, enjoy the evening. I'm just chilling. Racer's Alley, Mutiny Radio, and um, yeah. 
So, uh, what do we do with Cumbrio? Let's see here. Let's try that one. Yar. <laughs> Slow dancing, sexy music. All right, cheers. Gracious Alley, Mutiny Radio.
walking around in your clean clothes, just sipping away the day. I'll take this wind and this cool malt liquor. I'll start my own trends. wasn't supposed to have a show and i forgot that i told a couple of people i'm having a show and i believe andrew is on the phone andrew are you still here yes <laughs> <laughs> sorry mate you know i was just uh kind of like uh, enjoying myself partying a little earlier and uh you know uh just happy to have a place i just rented the room out i was gonna have a show and you know i might have actually had to give my 30-day notice tomorrow you know it's just down to the wire so i'm pretty happy you know and uh yeah, so I ended up doing my laundry, and it was just such a nice afternoon. And I, just, I could walk to the studio four blocks away, so I just decided to come in and chill out, play some albums. And um, how are you, mate? <laughs> Not bad. Uh, yeah, crazy uh, circumstance, I guess. Um, but, uh, but yeah, here, here we are. Well, let's see here. Uh, interestingly enough, um, remind me again what bike you race. So recently, I've been racing uh, that Kawasaki Ninja 400. Okay. And uh, recently, you know, I just saw you know you were out there, and uh, and another friend of yours as well. So, uh, what programs are you running, and who are you running them with? Um, well, this year I've been doing a full season of of AFM okay. uh, racing with the. Uh, kind of have this little like jph suspension racing team uh, with you guys um and uh so you got a uh, you got me chris maroney and jordan edgington and uh me and chris are both on the small bikes he's uh he's got gun r3 i'm on the 400 and then uh jordan's racing with the big boys in formula pacific on his uh leader bike uh which so, would um, be a zx10 What's that? Uh, what would be the leader bike? Uh, he's on a he's on an R one. Okay, all right. So um, both of you boys, uh, the three fifty and the four hundred, are, are, are on Kawasaki's. No, so he's on the Yamaha Yamaha R three. I'm on the the Ninja four hundred. Okay, gotcha. So it's a variance of motorcycles. Uh, nice. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big believer in the small bikes. I mean, I came up, you know, on the FCR 400 and I raced that thing for like eight years. And, uh, I hope to go back to the Isle of Man and race a 400. That's, that's kind of my, my, my goal, uh, rather than the 600 or 1000. But, um, yeah, I mean, I love those bikes. They're very, very competitive nowadays. And, um, how long have you been running your particular bike? 
the 400 I picked up uh, early summer last year, and I, uh, I did a few rounds. I, I did that, uh, like we talked about last time, I, I raced that same bike at uh, the Baja International Tourist Cup in Tecate, Mexico. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the bike I won that lightweight class on down there. International and, uh, racer. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I love, and then the, I love that. this first round ASM went went really well too. Um, um, it, the weather wasn't really cooperating. Yeah, I so heard pretty, uh, pretty limited. What's that? I heard you were over at uh, with the American Federation of Motorcyclists. For our listeners out there, it's a it's one of the oldest uh, motorcycle racing groups in the, in, in the you know out there. And um, yeah, apparently you guys were down at Button Willow. Yes. Yeah, it was Bunwell. And, uh, well, uh, life, life life took a change, and you were sitting there in the pouring, windy Saturday, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might, have, you might have seen that. Um, so we, uh, I, yeah, I really didn't get enough riding time, or, uh, or at least not as much as I wanted, just because I hadn't really ridden in a sport bike for like five or six months, uh, only motocross, and it was just good to get some practice before racing, but uh, but I had skipped the first session uh, just to, just to have some more time to get warmed up, and it was it was pretty cold, uh, you know, the season just starting. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Then, uh, I think we only got <laughs> I think only got like two more sessions, and then uh, and then my practice group uh, kind of got delayed because the wind had really picked. <laughs> Even with the sandbags and everything, uh, the wind was trying to tear apart the canopies and all that. It was, it was I don't know how many miles per hour, but it was uh, it's <laughs> pretty brutal winds for the track. And, yeah. Uh, uh, so I we were sitting around waiting. Uh, yeah, we had a couple of our, our boys last uh, the, the, uh, Joy, I, I don't have all my notes in front of me. Anyways, the turn worker boys were out there talking about that. And yeah, I mean, that makes a big difference. Uh, you know, as far as uh, if you've never really been in the wind situation, I grew up, uh, you know, running Willow Springs out there. And uh, yeah, you had some serious shit and you just kind of had to like sail through it in a way. And, and a lighter bike, especially, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's challenging, I imagine. And uh, for someone who really isn't used to it, I, I imagine it's a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, the, the lear, lear, learning curve is steep. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not fun. I remember uh, the wind was pretty bad for the first uh, first few laps uh, in that Mexico race. Uh, especially, yeah, really? the 400 is pretty light, like 300-something pounds. So. Wow. So you definitely feel the wind. Um, but... Uh, it ended up uh, not even like it kind of ended up being a non-issue. They they delayed our uh, our session. Uh, I think it was in Group Four on the four hundred. On so the they, uh, they delayed Group Four and brought off uh, the, the last practice group because um, they kind of thought maybe it would just be a passing thing, you know, wait ten or fifteen minutes. But uh, <laughs> uh, I guess after they realized that it was just kind of staying the way it was. They decided to restart all the uh, the practices, but uh, you, you could tell that <laughs> you could tell that like no one really wanted to go out on the track because there was a lot the of trepidation. Willow is when it's really dry. Uh, it's also very dusty out there, and uh, all the runoff all around it. So, so the wind's one thing, but then when the track's just covered in dust, it's 
you know, it's a problem just like when there's rain. Exactly. You know, it gets in between the tires and then you don't have a lot of traction. So there wasn't really many people going out. And I kind of wanted to go anyway, it's just because I wanted some seat time. Um, but then but then it started, started drizzling some rain too. And, and they ended up uh, shutting that down. And it was raining on and off. And yeah. long story short, we just ended up not having any more practice. And I don't think they... Yeah, they didn't even run the races either. Just ended up getting rained out. Yeah, I, I was actually hoping to get out there, and luckily, uh, well, I, I didn't have a renter, so it ended up not going out there. But uh, lucky for me, because it would have been, you know, a whole load of money uh, for a race that I couldn't do on Saturday. But uh, I'll be out there next time. And uh, boy, one of these days we're actually going to sit there and you know shake hands and uh, you know I'll actually finish a race. Uh, I got my I got my stuff uh, set up for. I guess uh, we're going to be out in the AFM on the twenty third, I believe, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, I think but, uh, we have like three weeks or so. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely, you know, let's let's shake hands and. Um, are, are, have you uh, thought about participating in the Arma races? Participating in the Arma uh, American Historical Motorcycle Association. Yeah, but they're, they're actually so, going to be here um, in Thunder Hill, I believe. In so. April. So yeah, Arma is coming up pretty soon. I think it's is it June at Thunder Hill? Well, I it's very um, close. Uh, yeah, um, I was thinking uh, April actually, the weekend after the AFM race, but I might be wrong. It might be May or June. Uh, anyhow, we'll look that a, up later. Well, they have a bunch of rounds. Um, yeah, but Thunder so Hill. Funny you mentioned that. Uh, so I think it's the June rounds at Thunder Hill, but maybe okay. I'm remembering wrong. But uh, they have a Thunder Hill round. And that would be uh, that. Yeah. I, I haven't a hundred percent signed up for it, but I've been talking about uh, riding an, an old Yamaha. I believe it's called the RD four hundred. Uh, <laughs> all kind of built up. Boy, oh boy! You know, if you have no idea what that means. It makes me smile. If Wade were here, he'd be totally laughing. But you know, um, boy, it's like you gotta have your. That, you're going to have your hands full. That's what they used to tell me at the aisle when I stepped on this bike. Is boy, that's a handful of a bike, Alex. You know, and that RD 400, I bet you, is just going to pull your arms out in a wonderful way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds um, great. I think right now it's it's having uh, it's having the motor rebuilt, uh, which at least uh, good good thing about two strokes is they're pretty easy to work on. Pretty pretty simple. Yeah, um, but uh, the older so, they are, the harder yeah. the parts are to find. You know, yeah, that that bike's. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how these guys do it, but uh, and and this one's got some pretty pretty trick parts on it. I think it's got 17 inch wheels and um, I don't even know what else. Is uh, that but, the one I saw? Yeah, in it's the a pits? cool looking bike. Uh, I want to say it's like a late 70s model. Um, and uh, I am definitely curious curious to ride it. I've heard it's going to feel way different. I, you know, I've ridden two-stroke dirt bikes, but I've never ridden a, a two-stroke sport bike. And, uh, Me neither. You know, uh, just I've the tires are so to. skinny. And well, that, <laughs> that's a chassis, different thing. suspension feel way different. Yeah, well, I imagine... Um, uh, well, if Wade were here, he'd tell you exactly how to do it. But I imagine your motocross skills are going to actually pay off. 
<laughs> you know, in, in a sense. <laughs> a body English is going to be part of the thing with the, you know, uh, yeah, on those little tires, which is really, really cool. So anyways, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, anything uh, you want to say as far as sponsors or anything? And, um, you know, uh, thanks for calling in again. And, uh, yeah, I just don't have any notes or anything, so I'm just kind of like chilling. Sure. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, big shout out to, uh, you know, everyone's been helping me. Anthem Racing, JPA Suspension, um, Tri Battery, you know, Motul, mm-hmm. uh, 64 Degrees Racing Base Layers. Really been uh, enjoying those this year. And uh, everyone else that's been helping me. Thanks. Thanks a bunch. Yeah, it makes a huge difference, you know, uh, as far as. Uh... All the little things add up to one, you know, a, a big effort. And, uh, the, you know, it's a lot of folks don't realize, uh, you know, even a quart of oil makes a huge difference. And, uh, you know, support makes. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I hope to see you in the next race. Uh, we will, well, I will hunt you down. And, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Thanks a lot. Uh, thanks soon. for calling in. Right on, right on. You know, um, actually, Andrew, what, what's your race number and uh, AFM race number? Two five. So I'm. Uh, I got. I'm <laughs> twenty five in AFM CRA and uh, AMA Motor America Series. Awesome. So Andrew Gower, number twenty five. Thank you for calling in again. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. All right. See you soon. Cheers, brother. Right on, right on. Oh, awesome. There you are. So uh, thank you, Andrew, for calling in. Uh, I kind of put the word out that I was going to be here tonight, but again, I just totally forgot all my notes and everything. So, yeah. Um, I'm in a great mood, and uh, it's always nice to hear from Andrew, and um, uh, yeah, I hope to meet him in the next race. And let's see here. Let's put on some music and huh, go from here. Cheers. <laughs> Son, you 
Back to Racers Alley here at uh, Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, boy, I'm going to end it early tonight because I didn't plan on having a show. I have no notes. And yeah, uh, thank you, Andrew Gower, for calling in. And one of these days we'll meet each other and we'll have some great stories to uh, switch back and forth. Um, hmm. All right. Uh, so good night. And uh, I shall put on some other type of music in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Get bad in three, two, one, go. Right. Okay, I'm right with you. Oh my God, that is that is a giant stadium. Giant stadium. Nine minutes forty-nine fifty. Nine minutes fifty-one. Thank uh, you, sir. Four fifty-five, fifty-six. Okay, this is something we we know very well, but it's gone. It has been dis- demolished, and there's a new giant stadium. There's but, no, there's no curvy upstairs. Like, as they saw the ramps, no, the cur- circular uh, ramps. They do have the windy, curly cue, the helixes. Yes, they do. <laughs> 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 
Google. <laughs> um, okay, here is an empty giant stadium. Now, this was a time in which soccer was a national sport in our country. That Those days kind of went away. Um, do you remember the Cosmos, right? Yeah, so the late 70s, wasn't it, when uh, Pele yeah. was playing in New York uh, in the... I, it was a soccer in, in the United States, but they had soccer teams, and it was basically to go see Pele. I had a chance to see yeah. him. I went to a, a New York stadium with my, my family. Uh -huh. We drove over there, and we saw like Pele's amazing. And uh, half the stadium started going boring. Yeah, me too. Because like I used to love Carl Sagan, and so I thought when I went to see the Cosmos. I would get a full experience, but it was different. The play was different. It was unorganized, and they were all trying to look, get... Look at he's a hothead. Yeah, he's a hothead, and that's one of his downfalls. Because the thing is, if you were listening to it and watching this film, he's very immature. Now, and you saw some images, like, he, had, he comes from a rich, rich family, right? Yeah. He has a rich, rich car, and then he hides it, and he gets, like, a rich, rich, poor-looking car. And he drives that over. Would you? Uh, what do you people drink? Beer? I'll have one too. This has got to be Weehawk in New Jersey. It's got to be like some local hole in the. It's not a set, although it's well lit, right? No, it's not a set. Look at the bar, and also I love the fact there's a, a bag of soccer balls hanging hanging from. Like, <laughs> is this like the local watering hole house? No. So Giant Stadium, it's in Lindenhurst, New Jersey. Well, no, it's. it's in um uh is it in rutherford it's in rutherford. Rutherford. east rutherford uh rutherford. no i think you're right east rutherford. east rutherford rutherford is is the home of fairly ridiculous university rutherford you know oh right yeah fairly ridiculous <laughs> uh, ridiculous university because the, the bar must be next to the, the Meadowlands, and then the motel must be next to the bar. So this is all like Rutherford, East Rutherford. Oh, no, he doesn't go to the, to the motel. He goes back home in time for right. dinner. So now we get our chafy relationship with the parents. Where are you all day on bad? Listen to your mother. You know, we get traditional. <laughs> and, and, and basically, he's like, you can't tell me what to do. I like my food cold. It's all very immature. It's horrible. No. Okay, so we're learning about this. This is a flashback because he's telling Santos that listen, hey, uh, I came I came all the way no. to, to I came all the way to Paris. No. Well, what's the story? I came all the way to Brazil to learn why. Well, I'm really fucking rich and I can do whatever I want. And here's my story. So we're he's telling No, he's Santos. not telling to Santos. The story, yeah. I was having soup that day. And I'll tell you. No, it's it just, it's the backstory. We're seeing a movie. It's just the backstory. He's I swear to God, he's Pele. telling, he's telling Pele, like, Pele, what's your story? What's your deal? And he's like, okay, I'm about to cut this tomato off, but I'll tell you my story. Although, Mike, you know what? At the end of the film, he does know the story. He knows parts of it. I don't know. I don't know. This is, we're not, he's not telling Pele the story. <laughs> so we just met the gang. So we have like uh, the brunette and we have Mario Van Peoples. Well, this, this is the Egyptian and his name is Roy. There's Coach. Coach. Knock it off. Now these are all the Such soccer players. Stuff. So the real soccer players who are going to play the real soccer stuff, half of them are in the field right now. 
uh, if you mean like the real soccer extras, there were those like guys all over the place. Yeah, real yeah. players. Uh, this guy really did train to appear in this film, and he does do a good job. See, the thing is, what what this film is missing, and the reason it's like so immature and everything is. We don't know why he loves it. We don't know why he loves soccer. Like the movie should have started with like some sort of like one camera shot in which you're gracefully following him all the way down with his control of the ball until he scores. You know what I mean? Like from his right. point of view, like we don't know why he loves soccer. It's all I've ever wanted to do. Why? Because it says right here in the script. It says, or let's it's open up the awesome. movie with Rio de Janeiro, and there's Jesus Christ right there, and your name, Jim Youngs, is right over Jesus, and you're right there. Oh, I meant to say, and, you know, seeing Jesus reminded me. Oh, there's a Pele, 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 Pele. It's Pele, yeah. It's the poster for Pele. (laughs) And and is that Pele above his bed as well? Yes, with the cosmos. What was his number? Was it 10? I it's maybe in my research. No, but somebody I, who cares I, will tell you. Is in the movie? Do you think he has the same number that he's associated with in, in his in his play? He's not a player in the movie. Okay, he's Mr. Fugiani in Karate Kid. Yeah, but they must have a flashback and a flashback, right? Where he's like playing soccer. <laughs> no, Pele doesn't get his own flashback. Okay, right. we're we're gonna get a smack. He's gonna get smacked in the face for by dad. Now then off. Good, he he deserves it. It was either me or the dad. He's gonna smack this guy. He's not going back to college. He's going to play soccer for Whoa. the Rockets in New York. Dad, had that hit my face, it would have really hurt. <laughs> the Rockers, the Rockets, Rockets, the Rock NY Rockets. Yeah, the NY Rockets. That's right. <laughs> and Santos, the guru. I mean, the great thing about soccer or uh, football is that, you know, the Cosmos was huge in the 70s. And I guess uh, yeah. the Galaxy was huge when uh, David Beckham was playing in Los Angeles. Well, but, yes, but not. Okay. Not look, as huge. But what other groups were there? What other teams were there? Okay, so there was a whole league, like just like we have for football or for baseball. Now, this was a bad time for soccer. What a rude dude. Yeah, see, it's just so immature, you know. Screw you, Dad. I fucked up your window. Get take that. I'm surprised he didn't play Billy Joel when he broke like the glass house. I'm moving out. (laughs) Under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, good old working yeah. class Skyview Motel. Right. Now it is um the 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 funny farm. Oh, I got ads in four, three. Oh damn it. Well, I'm gonna just uh okay. I'm gonna let it play until you get skip it. Three, two, one, skip. Right. You tell me when to skip. Uh, three, two, one, skip. Damn it, okay. this isn't going to work. No, it's good. Yeah. Oh, I got a couple of seconds. Okay, I have a trainer coming in, a yeah. 1980s With, trainer. And you see the 1980s outfit she's wearing, and she's but got her boom box. <laughs> so wait a minute, like, when did they shoot this movie? If it came out in 89, people... No, I mean, it didn't. See, that's the thing. The internet disagrees. It would be, it, This was shot in 86, for sure, but the right, internet okay. disagrees on the release dates. 
I've got three, and uh, two are 1986. Original release, May of 86, U.S. release, November of 86. Then I got release date, January 23rd, 87, which is close to the November, I don't know. Uh, It's Mario Van Peoples. Do you think this is a TV movie? No, no. This real estate guy, uh, this this guy, this producer, his name was Steve Pappas, and he loved soccer. And you see, our director, his name's Richard King. Some call him Rick King, and he he came up with the story for Point Blank, that big successful Keanu Reeves film. Yeah, that's a, well, he came up with that. Like the, the movie's yeah. nuts. So, Let's have these guys surfing and robbing banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was his brainchild. He got paid for it. It gave him a little bullshit career. Okay, he did have. He directed Kickboxer 3, and he directed The Art of War, Terminal Justice, which was oh. a cyber sex action thriller. It was in The Art of War sequel with Wesley Snipes? Well, this is called The Art of War, Terminal Justice. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, that's one. It's like Rogue Hostage. You have a hostage just wandering around. He's... He's he's missing, he's lost in the desert. He's just a rogue hostage. Um, He had an option on this film called Traveler in 1997, but Bill Paxton just wanted to own it and direct it. He wanted this, you know, Rick King to walk away from the project, so he handsomely paid him a bunch of money. Uh, So Rick King's on top of the world now. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, he got this little career for coming up with the story for Point Blank. It it, it wasn't, maybe it's still ongoing, and if he sees this on the internet, he's probably going to shoot me in my sleep. They made a remake of Point Blank, so, I mean, he must have made some money off of that. Wait, wait, uh, Point Break, excuse me, Point Break. Point, yeah, oh, uh, Point... Point what, Point Break? Point Blank. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's Point Break. I wrote yeah. it. Keanu Reeves. I wrote Keanu it down Reeves. wrong. Yeah. I'm going to correct it now, even though I'm throwing this in the garbage as soon as we're done. You know, you that, way, that way. Yeah, it looks like someone you were goes correct. through the trash. They'll see Point Break. Who goes through your trash? My, my wife. Uh huh. Okay. Goes your now trash. look on the left. This is the premiere first movie. That's Mary. She is the love interest. She's Penelope Ann Miller. Wow, Penelope Ann Miller. Uh, yeah, we're talking about The Freshman, Awakening, yeah. Kindergarten Cop, Biloxi Blues. She went on to be other people's money. You know, she was married to Will Arnett from Arrested Development for one year. Um, anyway, this is her first film. Now, what's weird about this film, it's another thing I just hate about it. Oh, by uh, the way, he's mansplaining right now. He's soccer. How so- yeah. And wait, but girls don't like soccer. She's she's pretending, or do you think? Yeah, she's, she's pretending. She, oh, Santos date. And the, so this this is so the hotel room has no Pele posters now. They have Santos posters. <laughs> right. <laughs> Continuity lady, you're fired. Well, we're not reshooting. Well, you're yeah, right. well, you're still fired. Well, we have the movie's over. God damn it. <laughs> so check this out, Mike. This is when we'll see her, and now she'll go away for the whole fucking movie. Why? Why? Wait, so, so he never doesn't fight for her, or like, right. uh, you that's know, right. He He's not going to hug her. him when he wins the championship. That's right. 
oh, all right. This guy has it all. He's just, he gets to hang out with Pele. Pele, tell me your secrets so I can crib it and pretend I, I'm you. Okay. He doesn't he care Miller. about some girl. He loves soccer. You know, I was thinking, you know, people who play soccer are serious about it. Like, they get really pissed off if you call it kickball. Try it sometime. Kickball. Oh, you can play kickball. That's what they call it around the rest of the world, you know, kickball. Okay, we're the kickball. only ones. When that kickball goes rolling from the pitcher's mound towards the, <laughs> the face, I, I can feel my left foot, like, getting ready to kick it. That, I could... that's, that's American kickball. If you go to another country uh-huh. uh soccer is kickball they call it kickball gotcha <laughs> no but seriously if there's ever anybody who just bumps into you in your life who's really serious about soccer like they're talking about the world cup or something you right. go, oh yeah kickball love that game kickball the only thing i know about football international football soccer it's the world, uh, world, uh, the new world was the new order song, World in Motion. Remember, they did a song for World Cup. I do remember New Order. Yeah, well, they one of the songs they did, you know, because there's always like a song every year when they have the World uh-huh. Cup. It's a big deal. World so. in motion. Yeah, like, but it was written and has like a kind of a soccer chant, like in the middle of it. Uh-huh. It's kind of like they wrote it for the World Cup. Isn't that cool? New well, order. yeah. Good for them. Kudos to them. The Kudos only thing that I know about international soccer is goal. <laughs> you know goal. that thing they play? There's some didgeridoo or some stupid thing. You hear that? It's awful. It's it's been years, but it's a yeah. Well, they play. You're you're just anytime you're watching soccer, you will hear the and it's like shut up already, drone. Do you like it? Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to be in a stadium again in my life. But yeah, it was fun while it lasted. All right. Well, I mean, does it set atmosphere? I think it limits atmosphere. Okay. It's kind of crazy. It would drive me crazy. Well, didn't they ban You see the old computer? You see the old style of computer interface? It was Oh, they called him in. Yeah, Coach, you wanted to call me in before uh, the announcements of uh, the draft? This is like a flip scene. Like he's going to be like, you suck. You're awful. Welcome to the team. Oh, the old Jersey I won't let welcome. You down, coach. Yeah. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Now, welcome this to guy, New Jersey. I, this guy, when I first saw him, like the owner dude. Yeah. I knew General Hospital because I watched General Hospital with Luke and Laura for like a year or some bullshit and he was one of the characters he was brock that's brock sitting there brock's marrying kelly too oh was he affected by the weather machine or was was that before you're right mike that's exactly right that's when i watched it it was like an action adventure film with love oh those were the days and then like in 86 he shot this movie in two days and then in 89 it was released like I told you before, Pele was in this for 20 minutes. Like they went and they spent a week with the guy in Brazil. It starts with, it's like a Bruce Willis movie. It starts with Bruce. And then at the last reel, Bruce shows up again. <laughs> okay, Pele? so that guy, Pele. that owner, right? He's going to be yeah. a big factor in this thing. And his name is David Grow. I guess it's G-R-O-H. Yeah, Gro- I saw that. Gro- Gro- so he was in, he was in Rhoda. 
and it was the eighth episode of Rhoda. He was going to marry Valerie Harper on the show, and it was like a, the highest rated episode of the decade. Wow. Yeah. And oh, how he, cool is this? You get to hang out at Giant Stadium. Yep. This is I old Giant Stadium. Stadium. Yes. It's that, so weird. That's mind boggling. I went to the stadium as a Boy Scout and got a tour of this and the horse racing track uh-huh. next door. And then uh, I I saw the Grateful Dead. You know, I I in college I went to the Dead show, and uh, I was at a party. Not beforehand. bragging. I'm not bragging. Oh, I got an ad. Oh, damn it. I know. Well, whatever. You'll get an. I don't have program. it. I don't have. Oh it. no, I'm back. I'm back. Don't worry. You, we'll sync up when you get your ad. Okay, so now they're announcing. Hey, these guys are on the team. Jimmy's on the team. Jimmy's on the team. Did I say Jimmy twice? So so Jim Young plays Jim. But he, yes, but he lies. They're like, tell us my, he goes, my, my father's from the Grecian islands. He's a fisherman. He's telling this big lie. Like he, they're saying I'm I'm a, I'm a trust fund kid. He can't say I'm a rich kid. Right. Well, he could, but, oh, it's Vinny. Vinny is the other guy. The other guy will play into the plot when he gets what don't don't tell carl what are you whispering to me but no i heard you he's gonna get paralyzed on the field god damn you ruined the movie listen i don't want it to be a spoiler so i was just saying to you privately in your you're saying that he's gonna get injured on the field right all right secrets see oh if you look at Vinny and the way he walks it's very pelagic you know, he just has the one plegic, okay? So, you know, he's going to get another one? Is what you're yeah, saying? he'll yeah. get a pair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. He will get a pair. A pair of plegic. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Now you're on the team, right? Yay! Hey, you're on the team. Okay, you're benched. Come this on. This is all gone? So I have to clarify, I only went to Grateful. So I was at a party in, in Montclair, right? Where we're from, where we graduated. And oh, not like, in Canada, Montclair, New Jersey. Yeah, in Montclair, New Jersey, home of Montclair State College. Not and Montreal. Was, and it was it was summer. And I said, hey, I'm not a really a, a Grateful Dead fan, but you know, some college friends wants to go and I want to experience it. So I'm gonna go. And the guy at the party looks at me and goes, Poser. <laughs> Look at Mario that. Van Peoples is going to give us, he's going to show off his body. Now, is he Jamaican I, in this movie? Yes, it's so obvious for him. Now, as you know, he was New Jack City. He directed yeah. the damn thing. The posse. Yeah. Now, you know what a quality and film his hair. New Jack City was, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. His. And that's it. That's all they ever did. That's no, it. I, I disagree. Else is crap. Well, first off, he, well, you know, his father was Melvin Van Peoples. Yeah. Yeah, who was a great director, in my opinion. And then he, Mario Van Peoples directed, but he also acted throughout the 80s. He was in Jaws 3. He's in this movie. Yeah, see, that's the thing. He's in Jaws 3, 3D. 3D, Jaws 3D. He was in DC Cops. I just looked up what he was doing around this time, because everybody knows him. But he was in Jaws, The Revenge, Facts of Life Down Under, now, here's the outstanding film. It was Heartbreak Ridge. That was a huge major right. hit that year. So he was in a major. But all these other things, he was in Last Resort. 
but he directed a lot of movies and he also yes. didn't he direct yes, he the did. documentary that, about his father uh i know he was in it but i was under the impression uh, that he had directed it i guess i didn't research that I, the thing I is, would since have to everybody check. knows him i just looked at what he was doing at this time because i considered this under his career you know right. but not at the time it really is appropriate for now do you think that so that's him on the field that's him on the field for real. He's really yeah. playing soccer. They all do. That's awesome. Yeah. So they get a workout and a movie paycheck mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool runnings, man. Cool runnings. So what hap has happened here is it's, yay, you're on the team. Boo. You're benched. Why don't you ever put me in, coach? Oh, Shut up. Hey, hey, Carl, can I get a set? How come you never put me on your show? Listen, I came all the way. You got you to put me on the show, Carl. It's, I'm in New Jersey. I'm in East Rutherford. I'm at the Weekly Mike. You, you don't ever put me on. You, you on, put, put me, me up. Put me hey, up. Put me up. Shut up. You're going to get out. You're not ready yet. Your materials, you need work. Oh. How can I get work if I don't get up? Whoa. Good one, Mike. Good one. Riddle me that, Batman. Well, I mean, I think this kid's going to do the same thing, but some comics will get like really upset they're not getting up or that there'll be something that they'll get really angry. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, why won't you put me on your comedy? Ha ha. If everyone's funny and life is great show. And it's like, <laughs> you got me, you got me cornered. You're, you're, uh, I, I really suck, but I got to put on a comedy show and I'm not going to put on some guy, you know, like, you know, you constantly ask me, well, how come I don't go on? It's nothing personal. You know, I, there's, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Yeah, I get burned on shows all the time and I take it very personally. And I think the host is the reason. And then when I do a show and I can't get, a, I have 50 people. Yeah. They just don't me. understand the pressures that I'm under. They don't yeah. get it. Listen, this open mic <laughs> in the scheme of things. Yeah. Right. Kevorkian's the, Deli. It's uh. <laughs> So this movie is a metaphor for stand-up comedy. Oh, it's so much more enjoyable now. But the Ritz-Carlton hotel room, what was that? Oh, you know, uh, I went to the Waldorf uh, Astoria and yeah. the commissary, and I ordered the Waldorf salad, and I said, can you please put buttered crackers on top of the salad? And the guy looked at me, he goes, where do you think you are, the Ritz? <laughs> okay, you see this? Yeah. Right. It's not our hero or anything. <clears throat> See, our hero's benched, and he'll really be pissed. Why can't the Rockers win? Look at the montage of him, like... Sitting? Yeah, look, right, there's a... There, you benched, benched. Hey, wait a minute. When you went and saw Pele, that was in the 70s. That wasn't at the time of that stupid didgeridoo thing. Right. No, that was uh, previous. So you didn't go experience it that one day and it was good. It was good. It was really exciting. And honestly, like, I do enjoy watching the World Cup on TV, especially when they just have the ads in the bottom of the screen and they don't interrupt the game. It's great. Mm -hmm. Hey, so I think this is there's blackouts in this movie. You sure it's not for ads? No, they catch him right now. Okay, he's been caught in his lie that he's been telling the press about his humble beginnings. And he's and embarrassed. He's a fisherman. Like, he lives yeah. in a boat. Right. Now everybody finds out his father's this billionaire. Yeah. Huh. So they're pissed, you know. 
Yeah. Well, so they're gonna, they're let me. I told it. you about this director. What's that? I was going to go on with some other bullshit. Yeah, no, tell me about the director. I, I want to know who he is. Well, that's it. Rick I told Rick. you everything. Rich, Rich King. Yeah, Rick. Rick, Rick. It's Richard. He goes by Rick, and there's another one here. It's not Dick. He's not. He's not the Dick King. He's not Dick um, Ring. He's not Dick Ring. Well, okay, okay. He did a bunch of films you've never heard of, but he also did Kickboxer Three. He did The Art of War, Terminal Justice. What year was that? Was it before or after ninety nine? I don't. I didn't write it down because I'm a dick. I'm only he, asking because Wesley Snipes' movie was, I think, ninety seven. Oh, so were they biting off of? I would not put that, but you know, under. Okay, and then the other thing is, one time he got a paycheck when he got to give away his part of Traveler to Bill Paxton, right? And he he got launched by writing the story for Point Break. And that's his story. Hey, oh, look, locker room hey. interviews. You so that, now it's like, tell me about why your father's rich. We really don't care about you, but but we're your father's rich. Tell me about your father, the rich one, the billionaire. He can't get a break. Yeah, the pressures he's under. This is such an immature film. Yeah, I'm from... Greece, yeah. Listen, the, Greece. the question, I don't want to tell the press how, how to do their job, but the question the press should be asking is, how come I'm benched? How come I'm not playing out in the right. field? Hey, Carl, how, put me on. How come you don't look, put me on? Look, he's looking at how the other half lives now. I promise you. It's the very that? 80s, yeah. Look, that Rolls Royce right there, that uh -huh. was budget. I'm sure they didn't buy it outright. I'm sure Jay just rented it from a car place of, that does films. Where did they get the mansion? It's a, it's a location. Yeah, so maybe the location has a Rolls Royce. Remember on Fishburgers, I put on a George Bush mask and I stood in front of the White House. It was just some lady's lawn. We were on her driveway and it was shot up so you could see the pillars. The public access TV show we did for New Jersey Cablevision. Everybody knows that, Michael. Yeah. You know, 15 minutes will save you 15% on car insurance. Everybody knows that, Michael. Oh, my God. He fell. That was a good stunt. Okay. So what we're having now is the stupid drama of Ooh, there's a video things game are machine. falling up. Everything sucks. I'm going to drink. The bartender had a red shirt. Do you think he's red from the two bar? Two bar. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Is your mother there? I'm yeah. going to wreck your brain out. If you make one more laundry related pun, I'll I'm come over here, but uh, <laughs> that's my you out to dry. <laughs> laundry basket, detective laundry basket. <laughs> now you're mixing up my bit with the two bar. I like that. Check out that outfit he's wearing. So he's. I think I had that outfit in the 86, right? Look at the tapered yeah, well, it's, short it, sleeves. You can tell jumpsuit. there's a Miami Vice thinness to it. Like those pants are. This, this, movie, this movie does remind me a little of Miami Vice because it does have the fast like MTV, like music video editing sometimes. No? <laughs> look at that slow dissolve we just saw. <laughs> oh, so look, he's, he's telling the story. 
Who's yeah, this is part of the 20 minutes, the two well, weeks. Who's he? Look, he's telling Santos. All he's right. Pele. He's, he got in there. Pele thought he would help him with his tomato garden. He starts talking about how he was he joined the Rockets. And Maybe then their, their living room. How many hours have passed? We saw them both in the afternoon in a garden. And now they're in his living room with a light on. It's no. evening. He's no. a story that's been coming on for six hours. All right. Maybe you're right and I'm wrong. I think he, that's why yeah. I was hesitating because he does learn stories, but parts of it. But okay. Okay. All right. Here's more of the story. And then what? We're going to cut back and they're going to be in the morning making breakfast in the kitchen? Like, I mean. <laughs> I'm done what happened as he's doing. <laughs> they're uh, quilting a. a yeah, they're quilting knitting. knitting so listen look how like unimagined these okay look look you see the time they must have spent on that shot it's because he gets a second allies no he gets a Vinny. he gets a second le Pelagic. <laughs> he gets a second Pelagic. But what I'm saying is they should have spent the time on making soccer look fabulous, making it look fucking sporty and, you know, the right angles and, you know, I'm you're sure, running over the camera. I'm sure they do, but they probably do it late into the film. Like, you know, I'm paying money to see a Pele. I want to see Pele, who I love, on a big screen. I want to see some Pele up front, which they provide. But you won't to... see Pele in a game, but you will see him do his soccer thing, and it is good. Oh, man. Other guy is really injured. Because, Please. listen, I can only feel my head. I can only feel my head. Could you get your hands off me, please? He says that? <laughs> no. I was yeah. that. I go, I can't feel my body, but I can't feel my head. Do you, could you stop pushing on my forehead? I'm tired. I'm just going to sleep this off. Really? They're operating on his backside. We've been here all day to show that we... Right. We've been waiting. I've been drinking this cup of coffee for six hours. Sip. <laughs> Tell me he's going to be okay, Coach. Now, do you think that was a new formula of Coke in the Coke can, or was it the original Coke? Or was <laughs> that the Coca-Cola Classic song? That's I think that the classic Coke and the, you know, new Coke disaster, I think that was uh, an 80s thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see an 80s movie and, you know, you know how you see like pull caps and, and yeah. old movies? Right. They'll, they'll have like a, a Coke can and it was before new Coke got introduced and before a classic mm -hmm. Coke got reintroduced. Right. It was just Coke. Yeah. yeah. Coke. And you ever see in the way old movies, they would have a pull tab. It wouldn't click. It would right. pull off and they'd like a grenade and they'd fling it. They'd oh, fling oh, it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Old beers. Okay. Now we're going to have the most immature scene ever. He's like, hey, you better put me, you better stop benching me. And he goes, hey, shut up, you. Mind you, bit. You know, no, I'm not taking no for this. You're going to play me. So this is where the comic corners the producer right the producer's Why going to his car or, or he's trying to take the bus i got two minutes the bus is coming and then i got another one in 40 minutes you gotta just shut up it's a showcase you can't get up <laughs> you've been hounding me why would i reward you 
that's the thing, right? He's hounding this guy. Hey, man, you you got to make me go in front of the public and act like he, not an asshole. I'm being an asshole. And, but when you right. think of people he, who are not an asshole. Yeah, behind the scenes, he's an asshole. They get up there and go, hey, folks. Yeah, it's a comedy show. I'm telling haha jokes. I'm, I'm doing sports. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's what's going on here. He bothers him too much. He's like, fuck it, man. You have a two-month suspension. You're out of here. Leave me alone. You know, so he is. He's suspended for two months, and that will get him to, I'm going to my guru, Pele. This movie sucks. Wait, so this rich kid, yeah, he rejects his family, but right. he still keeps the car. He pretends yeah. he's, he's not... He's, right. he's in the car so he he gets a career and he's being benched and then he corners the coach right now and you he better says, play me that's it that's one month detention right you say exactly. another word it's two months of detention word but, but, no but they usually say word oh that, that that's a two months <laughs> you know um our celebrity comedian countdown this time was a longtime partner of yours, you know. Oh, and it was, it was you, calling me. Yeah. yeah. When you first called me and said, I got a longtime partner, I was like, please let it be laundry basket. Please let it be laundry basket. But no. No, it was Colin. Yeah. But Colin's a lot easier to work with. Absolutely. Than, uh, and he responds when you, do you have you ever heard Colin make a laundry related, related pun? No, because if he did, he, he would know I would get depressed and steam. <laughs> Lord, laundry basket. All right. Well, this is great. Oh, so he just he's done. Go on yeah, sabbatical. He's suspended for two months. This is really giant stadium parking lot the way it used to look. Oh, so, wow. yeah. Now, see, we this 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 film is just full of. He's a lunkhead. They didn't need to do that. Look what he's doing. It's just good. He's like a little. This is his hotel room, right? Yeah, smash it. Ooh, throws a chair. Santos. See, why is he ripping down San? Because he's going to get an epiphany. But he's, yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right. But but I, that doesn't negate what I was saying. This is a totally immature scene with he's him. Throwing... He should have just stayed no, on the bench. Like in a, in a smart film. You'd be seeing a character study of an immature person, right? Surrounded by mature people. But no, this is badly acted and a stupid story. It's all immature. Now, do you remember Bill uh, Bill Murray did a movie? It was a remake, The Razor's Edge. And the Razor's Edge. It was not a comedy, right? Right. And it was based on like a 40s film. And the premise is this guy's like a total arrogant asshole, but he goes, climbs the highest mountain to uh, be taught, you know, to, to get an epiphany, to, to achieve it. So I guess that's what he does. He goes to Pele. So he has money. Like, I guess he's selling his car right now. This yeah, is the they're going to rip him off, essentially. They're going to give him, like, $3,000. And, like, in it's, like, $23,000 car. And in 1986 dollars, that was $23,000. Wow. So... Value windows dirty. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but this window is filthy. See, it looks all right, Rick. It's questioning them like I need the money right this second. I don't yeah. have the papers. The reason is he's going to get on a plane and go to Brazil. But the thing is, this is also totally immature. Why wouldn't you take a day, figure your shit out, 
pack your bags for Christ's sakes. Why is it emergency? I gotta learn right now. I gotta learn right now. I got kicked off a fun. dream job of selling my dad's car or my car. Right and now he's was, like saying, like, you know, you got a drug problem, and he's doing this. He really is. You know, it's weird because when the movie first starts and the guy arrives in Rio de Janeiro and he gets robbed. Where? Where you know, did he arrive? Rio de Janeiro. And but he, you don't, we don't know who he is and he gets robbed and we're like, this guy sucks. And then he, yeah. when he tells his story, he says, I'm a really rich guy. I'm from a rich family. And then you go, well, that explains how he got from Rio de Janeiro over to fucking Pele's house because money's no object. I mean, if I got my wallet taken, I'd be like, fuck, I have everything in there. You know, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. So, so, credit cards, they existed in 86. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Probably had some traveler's checks. Now he's bringing up soccer and he's saying, I told you, no soccer. Oh, right. Well, we didn't, I didn't come to see this movie to see uh, Pele do soccer, so thank you. What is he squeezed? Is that a corn husk? He's choking a chicken. Now, how did Pele do stuff like this before when he was a recluse without a helper? Oh, you mean like cut a, a saw trees out? He's yeah. been waiting for somebody to show up. They're burning sticks. So are they going to play soccer with the shirt team against the shirts? <laughs> or the skin? <laughs> they're, they're skins. Now they're the shirts. Gold, now, gold, gold. It's like a thing of wine. That is a wine jug. It is a wine jug. They each got their own. It's, it's filled with water. So now he's like, yo, Pele, dude. You know what are you what are you doing here? You got all this fame. It's down the mountain. It's down there. You gotta, you know, come on. You earned it. By the way, Pele was absolutely not a recluse in real life. Uh, right. And he was married several times. He fathered many children. Let me read it. His real name is Edson Arantes. Do Nascimento, which everyone knows is Pele, is short for, you know, it's oh, Pele. Short for Pele. Yeah. yeah. He, Brazilian, former professional football player who played as a forward, regarded as one of the greatest players of all time, labeled the greatest by Fighter. He was among the most successful and popular sports figures in the 20th century. Now, in this film, Pele's 47 years old, and he's really fit, you know. Um, we're going to see him play soccer here. And you can, you're going to see why he was a phenomenon. He really could uh, carry himself well. Um, in 1977, he retired from playing. He made a few movies. He had plenty of girlfriends. He fathered seven children from four women. You hear me, Mike? You're over there. I see the mute. He fathered seven children. Seven children among four women. Four women. Um, it's 2011, he consolidated his brand under Legends 10, began to make a steady income via globe-trotting appearances, pitching himself on behalf of many sponsors. 
sports article, sports illustrated article. Uh, Paley, Paley has many financial issues and everyone wants a piece of him. I don't know. He's still anyway, alive? Why call him Santos? I think yes. <clears throat> I think yes. So this um, guy's what? He's depressed, right? He's like, hey, I just want to talk to Santos. Uh, it's Santos' anniversary. When he quit, today's the day he uh, kicked the ball ten years ago. Uh, why won't he talk to me? You know what? Fuck you guys. You guys ain't nothing without us parasites. I hope you guys die in a ditch. <laughs> you won't see me in this movie ever again. You know when Meatloaf died, his children put him in the refrigerator. Uh, uh, you know leftovers. Like, well, oh. yeah, right. He was much better the next day. But Oh, cold meatloaf, like after a night of drinking. That's oh, that's great. That's some white bread and mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, white bread, mayonnaise, and cold. I mean, everyone talks about cold pizza, but cold meatloaf, all the the grease is hard. Oh, that's good stuff. It, it gets to the point I'll make a meatloaf, and I'll <laughs> sit down, and I'll eat it. It'll be bubbling. I'll be like, it tastes great cold the next day. Next six days, I can't wait to eat this. <laughs> I was saying to my friend, I was like, meatloaf? I never even saw him in person, let alone meet him. Is that meatloaf? good? Is no. That good? no. I'll just, don't do that at the open mic. Meatloaf? I've never even seen All right, fuck that shit. Cary Grant, I can't even lose him. Waka waka. Oh, here, I got a joke. Uh, now, for the weather, it's the Beatles. Nothing you could say that can't be said. Wait, nothing you could do that can't be it's done. Wendy. It's Wendy. <laughs> hey, meteorologist, the Beatles. But the, but the thing is, that's all the joke has. You got to go all the way through this. I don't even know the words. I don't know the words. I thought you would. Aren't you a Beatle man? I don't know the words. Right. I screwed it up at the beginning. <laughs> I guess I could just go, it's Wendy. Yeah. And that's but, it. But I don't know if people will know it from the middle, you know? Right, I have to set it up. Oh man, fuck this joke. Did you hear about the, the Beatles vegan restaurant? Nothing is veal. <laughs> nothing is veal. Yeah, it's nothing is veal. Strawberry fields? Yeah, right. He goes, nothing is real, but that's a stretch of a joke. What? Do you think that's a stretch of a joke that the Beatles plant-based restaurant for, for baby cows is called nothing is veal? You said that it's a stretch of a joke. <laughs> God, I've never ca carried a setup that heavy. Oh, got a word of the plants. Yeah. Sorry, I have a couple of his job at Pele's house, keeping up the place. He's watering plants. Oh, dust off that box. Uh oh, open what that box. Soccer ball. Tried condoms. Holy shit. A stash of weed. <laughs> Photos of his seven children. Right. We love you, daddy. Oh, I don't want to make fun of that. I guess that's probably his real number. I don't know. Does that look like it's the right jersey? That's what I'm saying. Like, was Paley's number? I mean, and Santos's number clearly. Now he's got something planned for that soccer ball, Mike, and we're gonna have to see the big reveal now. I love how they have knives. Like the only tension Not in this yet. scene. Okay. Let's hey Paley, heads up! Heads up, <laughs> Paley! Uh, right. Come on, you liked it, Paley. He goes. Wait memory. A 
memory muscle. Whee! Oh, he hit sloth. Hit one of those I told you, no soccer. I have machete. That's what I'm saying. Like they get into an argument, and the only interest as a movie experience is that they're carrying machetes while they do yeah, it. Yeah, I've been there before too. It's kind of creepy. Uh, like um, sometimes you'll see in a movie or something hunters starting to have a disagreement. They're right. Like, you know. But do you remember the last time we had an argument and we were both holding machetes? <laughs> that was in the cockpit jungle in Jamaica. We were on our yeah. way to Nine Mile. Bob Marley's grave. Yeah. Well, I was saying that I, I uh, also like other groups. I mean, guys, an argument. Wow, acting. All right, that's it. We're on the 18 minute mark of Pele's appearance. All right, <laughs> look, he's reminiscing. Look, he's looking at photos. Yeah, this kid is playing with his head, you know? Look, number 10 of what I was right. Real. That's footage. And that's real Pele footage, right? Yeah. They, they tinted yes. the number. No, so his number was 10. Yeah, I guess, yes. I see it on multiple different team uniforms, right? Yeah. I mean, unless they, you know, they must have personally colored uh, colored each cell. Let me tell you about soccer around the time of this movie. Sure. Uh, it was kind of a bad time for soccer. <clears throat> this movie was maybe a little ill-timed. Um, released in 87, another source claims. Okay, Three years earlier, right, North American Soccer League, that's the famous soccer league with the Cosmos. Pele, Beckenbauer, Best, and Krufel. I, I don't know those other people besides Pele. But this, it died. The soccer league died. Imagine, like, the National Football League just saying, all right, we're out of business, right? No more games. Now, you say National Football League. Was this more like the XFL? Do you remember that from 20 years no, ago? No, this now? was... This was the real soccer league that was nationally televised. It was wow. the franchise. And it was one year away from winning. Uh, they would host the 1994 World Cup. Uh, and that was like, apparently we had a very embarrassing game in which we got our asses beat. The Americans got whooped by whoever they played. Um so it's a bad time for soccer. That's what's in people's minds, you know. The soccer league died, and we went to the Olympics, embarrassed ourselves. Right, because football, soccer has always been like a, the world sport, and then yep. America is like, you know, we have football. Yeah. This so now we're getting, uh, you know, it's montage. not exactly a yeah. Well, they just do a lot of quick cuts. They're not playing a song and. They are playing a song, though. Yeah, but you can hear the bonks of the head, like the soccer yeah. stuff. This reminds me of my favorite uh, Nintendo game, Rusty's B Baseball, where you have to... Uh, okay, now look. Pele, okay. But Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. is competing with... He's, he's keeping up. You see what I'm saying? Right. He had some soccer chops, and he had to get ready for this film. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of Pele. Yeah, especially in front of a camera recording it. <laughs> I don't think he was motivated. I'm not going to embarrass myself with Brother Baylor. He just had to do it for the part, you know? You're a soccer player. You got to bring that to the role. Look at, look at his tits. Yeah, he has great cleavage today. Now, this is a wet t-shirt concept. Yes. <laughs> now, this is the best success this guy. You know what I mean? He's the star of a film. Uh, His, and it was Pele, and it was really released in 
you know, the world. <clears throat> was it a bomb? I don't have I don't have yeah. information on that. And I do you think Pele Pele Mania had waned by that point? No, Pe no, Pele was was king shit hit famous at this point. He did he did uh retire in 1977, you know. Right. But still, that's you know, it's less than a decade. He's on people's minds. Right, and he is the greatest soccer player ever. So you know, and I would pay money to see him just fucking around with the soccer ball, which he's yeah, doing. which he's doing. Yeah, why now, is he carrying? Song, why is he carrying the guy he's training? Know. Right, I think Yoda is the one who should be carried. Yeah, right. Yoda should not be carrying Mark Hamill on his fucking back or its back. So. The alarm. The alarm did the opening song. You oh, might the... remember it. Come on down and, and meet, meet your, your maker. Come on down and make your stand. Come, Come on down. Come on. Come on. And so make your stand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this song they did, it's, it goes, oh, 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 oh. it was on the radio for a little while. <laughs> Whoa, what is love? That's, That's exactly anyway. what I hear. No, but I hear Howard Jones. That's Howard right. Jones. I'm saying. Howard yeah. I agree. And I didn't hear it in the day when it was a hit by the stand, but looking back at it and hearing this in this, yeah. movie, I was like, Hey, does anybody love anybody? Anybody? Holy shit! So one one of the aspects of bad movies I love is when they use real televised crowds uh, as part of the movie plot, like where there's a parade that happens to be going yeah. through town, or roll them, roll them. Okay, I got value, Fred. You're rooting for the Rockets, and you they're against the other team, the made-up team. But, yeah, these are real people playing soccer. I, I mean, I love watching soccer. It's fun, you know, and you can zone out and shit like that. If soccer had commercials, breaks for commercials, it would be a hit. No, um, I think I think that's the reason why I, I like soccer, because there's no commercials. They just run the ads on the bottom of the screen. And but I mean, the the the... The television networks, you know, the NBCs, the CBS Sports, they would, if they could monetize soccer, they would make it popular. Well, they did. They they had ESPN and they had other network uh, satellite cable in the, during this time show it or like close cat or you know pay you pay for view, but you you were able to get and there was like other you would get channels that would air usually air soccer in other countries. You would try to get access on cable for them, like you would get. You know, a foreign channel just because they air soccer, right? Yes. Yeah, but then ESPN. I mean, uh, the sports one, ESPN. ESPN. Uh, yeah, it starts having soccer games and. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, you see, I'm talking about like making it as big as American football or as big as baseball. Right. See, when you watch football, like within a minute, you're seeing ads, you're seeing commercials, and it, it, Every when you go to the inning breaks for the baseball, they do the commercials. You know what I mean? If soccer could 
like maybe halftime is 10 minutes and it's solid commercials. I don't know. There's got to be a way to. Well, usually don't the commercials pop up when there's like a timeout or like, yes. uh, you know, if there's, it seems like there's a second of delay of gameplay, they're like, we'll be right back. It's nothing you about later. Impressive. Yeah. Well, it was antics. Well, it the Ford F-150. It's so funny, Flow for Progressive being like uh, wearing masks and doing Zoom calls to like uh, <laughs> walk into Target without a mask, yelling at people. It really <laughs> changed throughout the pandemic. She was for uh, quarantining and then she went anti-vax and the whole thing just went nuts. <laughs> but she did okay. save me a lot. We're probably going to see the bicycle kick now. Oh, we're not. Okay. The last thing that Pele will teach, you know, the guru right. will teach the grasshopper is the the bicycle kick. Is and he like Bruce Wayne, like a rich kid who went to to find some some other culture and like, can you please, you know, like in Batman you know? Begins? Yeah. Huh. Like Yeah, and then it was uh it was Liam Nielsen, right? Yeah, hey, this is my favorite scene. He goes, "You're fired, Jim." <laughs> I don't, it looks like they actually laugh. <laughs> he gives him a ticket. He's like, you're fired, Jim. And they laugh. I think like it was just ad-libbed or something. Yeah. Uh, gotta do some aerobics. Okay, here it comes. This is the, boom. You see how he jumped and fell on his back, almost like he flipped. And he used one foot to kick it and propel it in a very targeted, you know, line drive way. That was also, his famous. He used uh, the sand to buffer himself. It wasn't like the hard grass or the sidewalk or the cement. Well, I mean, he did it on the field. That was his signature thing. Almost nobody could do it. So he's he goes, teaching his secret. Yeah, that's right. Try one. So Jimmy goes, oh. Crash. That was funny. No problem. You can do it. Remember when he woke him up and said, let's play soccer, and Jim was just wearing his underwear? Yes. Yeah. I, I thought we should bring that up. Remember the scene where he puts the blast shield on him? You just stretch out your feelings. Feel the ball. Bonk! On his head. <laughs> I, I think I, I felt it that time, Sensei. Here we go. Watch him go. Kick! Oh. And that would be a goal, you know what I mean? He would, like, be running down the field, and then he'd turn around, and the goalie would be like, the fuck are you doing? And then, pow, pow lightning. The goalie light. would say, oh, no, here comes Pele. He's looking right straight at me. Wait a minute. He's not looking straight at me anymore. He's 180 degrees away from looking away from me. <laughs> Uh-oh, he flipped. But he kicked it. You know, he made contact, and it went in the direction uh, are they going to finally kiss? No. Pan Am? Pan Am? Dick King do that. Yeah, Pan Am, the RIP. So how did he get afford to get the camera up there in the sky? <laughs> now, is this which airport? That was Newark, LaGuardia, or JFK? Uh, well, it would probably be Newark, but I, it doesn't look like Newark, and I don't remember it looking like that. Yeah. Now he's at the hospital with Jimmy and he's Vinny. uh with Vinny and he's basically learning like the team's kind of screwing him, you know. <clears throat> Let's see, Vinny, 
Then he played Eddie Kramer, a lifeguard, on the first two seasons of Baywatch and the reunion movie in 2003, as well as numerous daytime roles, most notably Frankie Brady on Days of Our Lives and A.J. Quartermain on General Hospital. Now, he was just a little kid. I saw him, A.J. Oh, that's crazy. So he knew Brock from being on the set of General Hospital. I think the casting director knew a lot, knew Brock as well, as well as like everyone from the soaps. Yeah. There's a lot of soap actors in this movie. Yep. That's why it's so squeaky clean. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Young's, uh, he, okay, I, I poo pooed his movie career and maybe I should have, uh, but he was, okay. He was in Wise Guy, season four, episode Point of No Return. He portrayed Benson in Babylon, Babylon 5, episode, and the sky full of stars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he has Honestly, a mini career, but he Wise, Wise Guy has such a cult. Like, I know people who, well, I, I, you know, you can, there's a box set of it, but I, I had the opportunity to watch every episode. They're, they're intense. Like, so I yeah. wouldn't remember. I didn't make it to that, that far, though. Listen, if you buy all the individual DVDs of Wise, I mean, it adds up. It adds up. But if you buy the collection, you save money. I mean, you're a wise guy. That's pretty wise, guys. So he's saying, hey, look, I just talked to Vinny. Oh, no. No. Hey, sorry. I was yelling at the parking lot at your car. Yeah. You told me I had two months attention. There's Brock. There's Brock. The what? Whoa. He He jumped right on top. I went and I talked to Vinny. You know, and I was thinking maybe you could give him a job in your organization. Come on, Brock. Remember the good old days? Yeah. Brock, I just jumped over the fucking escalator. Isn't that cool? And now yeah. I'm talking to you like nothing I'm an happened. Athlete. Like it's nothing I talked to you. Yeah. They're at Giant Stadium. I remember that. And I, I also called the dead. Uh, I wonder if we were there the same night. That would have been pretty good. I, I swear to God, it was everyone I knew in high school was in the parking lot. And they were like, Spiegelman, what a poser. I only went, uh, you know, it was an experience. And I, hey, listen, we all grew up on the dead. Yeah. We wanted to listen to it or it was played in front of us for 16 years. You know, give me a fucking break. So now it's like, yay, you're special. We're so glad you're home without your leg. Hey, quick. Who needs your legs when you got wheels? Am I right? Come on down, Vinny, before we do the pasta commercial. <laughs> now, there was a computer game called Hotshot. It was released in 89. It was published by Gremlin Graphics Software Limited. And oh, it was Amiga, Amistrad, Atari S. I was going to say. Commodore 64. Commodore 64. That smells like, I bet you there's video of it on the YouTube. Yeah. I find the the... Uh, hot shot, a soccer game which two teams try to win the match. Adjustable options are numbers of players, time on halftime, and the AI level. So it's just a flat-out soccer game. Yeah, and it doesn't say that it was this movie's soccer game, you know? Was it endorsed by Pele? No, I don't know. It doesn't, the internet doesn't say. <clears throat> what caught my eye is you search for hot shot, 1989 because that's what the youtube led me to believe it was and when you do this computer game is the topic so it's like wow they had a computer 
Hey, welcome home. We got your mom's lasagna and your Aunt Betty, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, look, we got these stairs for you, Vinny. Look, right here in front of you. Some well, this, stairs. This, this is why I think you say you call him immature. I think the guy is like, he's saying like, he goes, Vinny goes, hey, who paid for all this stuff? And they said, oh, we did a collection. And the rest was, you know, his dad. And he's like, yeah, all right. So it was my dad. And he goes, well, I don't want to have a charity, right? So <laughs> maybe let's jump ahead. So he's going to push to get Vinny a job. Yeah. Vinny 